Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. This is your host, Elder Gregory Newsom. We're with the Faith in God Internet TV. And so we want to thank God for you being with us today, joining us on our broadcast. Um, we thank God for all of our subscribers and to all of the people of God. Uh, we want to thank God for you. Let us go before the throne of God in a brief word of prayer. Uh, let us go before his throne. Eternal God, our Savior, in the precious name of Jesus, Lord. Lord, as we come before thy throne and before thee, Lord, we want to thank you for your blessing. want to thank you for your grace and your mercy toward us. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to your name, Lord. Oh, God, you're worthy of all glory and honor in the name of Jesus. Lord, we bless your wonderful name. Oh, God, we lift you up, Lord. Oh, God, you say if you be lifted up from the earth, you would draw all men unto you. And, Father, let your will be done as we pray. Even now, look on the families, the many that are sick, that are bereaved, those that are going through hard trials, difficult circumstance, economic issues, Lord, health issues. Oh, God, social issues. We ask in the name of Jesus, Lord, you would intercede, touch, heal, and deliver. Meet the needs of thy people like only you can. And Father, we look to you, who is the author and the finish of our faith. And Father, as we pray now, we forgive. Oh, God, as we ask you, oh, God, forgiveness. Oh, God, of those that have trespassed against us. We pray now, Lord, that we would decrease and that your anointing would increase. And oh, God, you would send encouragement a word of hope and a word of understanding to your people that you would get the glory. And Father, we'd be careful to give you the praise. These are another blessing we ask and pray in Jesus' name. Thank God. Amen and amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So we thank God for uh, you, you, and you being on the broadcast with us today. Uh, we definitely want to give honor to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, to our own pastor, Bishop Ellis Murchison Sr., to uh, Lady Murchison, to my own wife, Missionary Newson, and to the entire people of God. So we want to uh, definitely give a shout out and thank God for you. Uh, we definitely uh, give a special uh, prayer and uh, condolences to uh, the Thompson family uh, and the loss of our all the Bob of our one of our sister churches here in the city of Milwaukee. Uh, we pray for the true church family and those uh, that uh, knew him and that were a part of the Thompson family. Uh, we ask that all of the people of God will say a prayer uh, for the Thompson family. When you uh, talk to the Lord, just please call their name uh, out in a word of prayer. And so uh, we definitely uh, desire your prayers for many others. Uh, for the precious loss of life, we um, just um, give our deepest sympathy and condolence to those families. And so um, we ask uh, that you would also help us as we solicit your prayers on the behalf of those families. Um, so at this time, we uh, do have we do have a word of hope uh, for the people of God uh, as we. Uh, as we get into our broadcast, uh, I see we may have a caller. Uh, one moment here. Let's see here. Let's see. Okay. All right. So that's that caller um, will probably call us back. We uh, sorry about that. We just want to. Uh, go ahead and go forward in the uh, broadcast. So we want to open up our lines after uh, a couple more minutes. And so uh, definitely we want to uh, thank God for all of you uh, that are with us on the broadcast today. And so, as I said, again, uh, continue to pray for those families, but I want to uh, 
um, say to the people of God uh, that are that are with us today. Uh, someone is calling us. Let's let's see here. Uh, one moment here. Can you see who that is? Thank you, Lord. Um, my wife is going to get that call. It must be an important call because they uh, they call back. And so uh, we just want to thank God for uh, the broadcast uh, and those of you that are listening with us today. So we ask that you would uh, take the opportunity uh, to solicit the Lord and uh, call on the Lord at uh, times like these. And so we want to get right into the word of the Lord. But before I get into the word of the Lord, I just want to say to the people of God, uh, be careful uh, concerning this uh, coronavirus. Be uh, very, very uh, sensitive about uh, where you go and what you do and how you handle your business. And uh, I know they're getting ready to open some things up uh, in this month. And so I just want to, uh, I feel like it's uh, my responsibility to share with the people of God to uh, still be careful. You know, uh, you know, it's very, very important that we use wisdom uh, when we go out and uh, deal with different things. Uh, it's very, very important, you know, that we, it's, it's very, very important that we, you know, uh, look at this thing, you know, day by day, you know, step by step, you know, it's, it's, it's very, very important that we uh, just make sure, you know, that, you know, I just say, make sure that we are doing our due diligence and going out and uh, mingling and uh, socializing with others. I know people, uh, it's been shared by many uh, other figures and I, want to echo the same thing you know people have cabin fever they want to get out they want to do something uh they want to you know they want to you know hurry up and you know get involved in this get involved in that uh but these these uh particular viruses or virus that's out there uh they're actually killing people and so uh i don't want anybody not take this serious i i know you know it's serious but I know sometimes we just don't understand the gravity of it. You know, there's many people being hospitalized from this. Uh, there's many, many people uh, that's going through uh, a lot of different situations. Uh, you know, it's just very, very important, you know, for us not to just want to, you know, get out and, you know, go visit friends and we don't know who they've been with. And so, you know, I just want to make this short. Be careful. You know, if, if I can't, uh, you know, say that uh, directly and, and, you know, uh, uh, definitively enough for you uh, to get an understanding, you know, you need to tell your loved ones and your friend. I know Mother's Day getting ready to come up and, you know, uh, you're going to have to be wise about how you approach, you know, the elderly. And my thing is, uh, would you rather uh, have the uh, somebody brought this point? Would you rather just go up and have everybody and anybody hugging on mama and, you know, giving, you know, their love and their grace to their mom to only have her infected and then die. You know, is that love? Is that what we want to do? Or do we want to say, you know what? I'm going to sit this year out. I, I'm not going to go by moms. I'm going to call mom. Uh, if I do, I'm going to make sure I'm protected, social distance, make sure I'm there briefly. And, uh, drop my card off or whatever I need to deal with. And uh, I want to be able to see my mom many more years down the road versus, you know, just risking, you know, we take serious risks. And when, when it's a life and death situation, we just want to make sure we're not taking uh, unwise risks. Okay. And so let us get into the word of the Lord. Our subject today, as we get ready to talk about uh, a soldier of Jesus Christ, we want to talk about that today. And we want to go back into uh, our subject part three living to please god or you can word it living pleasing unto god however you want to say it but the message god gave me was to be living pleasing to god notice i use the word living 
You know, it's not a past tense word. Living to please God. And uh, we know uh, in Hebrews 11 and 6, it says without faith. Okay. It is impossible to please him. Okay. And so we live in to please God. You know, uh, one, uh, you know, one must have faith. Okay. And so uh, that's the first ingredient. You know, if, if we're going to please the Lord, uh, we got to make sure um, that we have faith. It says, but without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. And so if you're not seeking the Lord in a time like this, how would you know if you're pleasing him? How would you know if your life is pleasing unto God? If you're not seeking him, how are we as a people to know if we're living to please God? And so uh, I want to encourage you as we go back into first Thessalonians chapter four, uh, we're just reviewing real quick. As we go back to first Thessalonians chapter four, I want to thank God for missionary Newsom being with us today. Um, we just want her to read quickly um, and loudly. First Thessalonians chapter four, uh, one um, through 12. We're just going to read that, do a quick review of that because we have other scriptures uh, that we want to get, which is Isaiah eight and 12. So we're going to be getting Isaiah eight and 12 after we get first uh, Thessalonians four and one through 12. And so we want her to um, read first Thessalonians chapter four, verse number one through 12. And then we're going to go to Isaiah chapter eight and verse number 12. And so we're going to have her go ahead and read this for us. Uh, Sister Newsom, whenever you're ready, you can go ahead and read uh, first Thessalonians chapter four. Please, please read loud. Verse 1 through 12. Yes. Furthermore, then we beseech you, brethren, mm -hmm. and exhort you by the Lord Jesus. Yes. That as ye have received of us, how ye ought to walk and to please God. Yes. So ye would abound more and more. Yes. For ye know what commandments we gave you by the Lord Jesus. Yes. For this is the will of God. Yes. Even your sanctification. Yes. That you should abstain from fornication. Yes. That every one of you should know how to possess his vessel in sanctification and honor, not in the lust of Cassius, even as the Gentiles would seek not God. That no man go beyond and defraud his brother in any matter. Because that the Lord is the avenger of all such. All right. As we also have forewarned you and testified. Pastor Paul says, it said, we have also forewarned you and testified. Read. For God have not called us unto uncleanness, mm -hmm. but unto holiness. God has not called us to uncleanliness, but to holiness. He therefore that despiseth despiseth not man but God. All right. He that despiseth despiseth not man, but they despise God. So, if you have an issue with the people of God because they're saved, you know, because they're sanctified, uh, it's not them that you got the problem with. It's really the Lord you have a problem with. And so, we have to be watchful as a people of God as we get into these end times. They're going to be more satanic attacks on the people of God. And so we have to uh, be uh, in uh, full understanding and in, in, in wellness of uh, our uh, psyche to know that these attacks, the enemy is going to come more and more as time wind up. He's going to try to attack. He's going to try to attack you with your health, uh, with your family, uh, with your children. Uh, with economics, he's going to try to pour out, as the scripture said in Revelations, you know, 
It says, Woe unto the inhabitants of the earth in Revelation 12 and 12. It says, Woe unto the inhabitants of the earth, for uh Satan has come down having great wrath because he knoweth he have but a short time. And so we we have to know that no matter what the enemy does, we've been called to holiness. Praise the Lord. And so we cannot respond to everything in our flesh. We have to live pleasing or live pleasing to God. And so if we're going to be living to please God. Our life must be pleasing to God at all times in all situations. And some people try to make you go there. I'm not saying uh, just unsaved people because uh, I've had people uh, that has been saved as well or call themselves saved in the church and they will try to uh, get you to be upset. And my thing is uh, you have to know whose you are and what purpose God has uh, set uh, you out for and not let anything thwart uh, the purpose and the plan that God has birthed in your life. And so I encourage all of you that are listening out here today uh, that God may have ministries in your loins. We want to give a shout out to all of those. Uh, uh, we got people, we have an audience in India, Africa, um, you know, uh, this ministry, this faith in God in that TV ministry is worldwide. And so we want to thank the Lord for those of you that are listening. And special Bobby has a congregation of 20 that tunes in faithfully every week. And we want to give a shout out to him and to uh, I think there's a, a Kier or a seer or seer Khan is out there. And so there's there's many uh, that have joined on. Uh, Lily, uh, just many others. Uh, I don't know what your uh, handle is, but some people are not using their real name. They're using faith and uh, some other type of names, Lily. But uh, all of you, I just want to say thank you for supporting the ministry. But I want to encourage you to be watchful and be living to please God. That's our whole purpose uh, in carrying this gospel message is that we have to articulate the message of hope, the message of Jesus Christ, the death, burial, and resurrection, to repent, be baptized in water in Jesus' name, and to receive the precious gift of the Holy Ghost. We have to do it in such a way that even, Apostle Paul put it this way, he said, uh, death working in us, uh, that life may be in you. We have to suffer some things for the gospel's sake, praise the Lord. And so if some of you that are pastors out there uh, and uh, in ministry, you know exactly where I'm coming from. Sometimes you have to suffer uh, the wrong so the right can continue uh, to be uh, broadcast or shared or perpetuated. And so we have to make sure that we as a people of God, we living pleasing to God, we've been called to holiness and so we can't allow uh, uh, anything to get in our spirit that call out, cause our spirit to get contaminated and where it would uh, deter us from walking upright before God. And so I want to encourage you. Uh, what verse were you at, uh, Missionary Newsom, as we can pick we it back eight, up? We at verse number eight. Verse and so we're going to we're going to start back at verse uh, eight and read down to twelve. He therefore that despise it, despise it not man, but God. It said, he that despise it, uh, despise it not man, but God. Who have also given unto us his Holy Spirit. Okay. He also have given unto us his Holy Spirit. But as touching brotherly love, ye need not that I write unto you. All right. He said, you don't need for him to write to you. For ye yourselves are taught of God to love one another. And said, you have been taught of God to love one another. Keep reading. And indeed you do it toward all the brethren. And indeed. In Macedonia. And indeed do it toward all the brethren. He's saying here that they showed the brotherly love that they were uh, required to show. Read. But we beseech you, brethren. But he said, I'm still begging you. That ye increase more and more. And this is where we are with living to please God just because you're living right 
we can't afford to get lax in a time like this. So if you've already been doing what you're supposed to do, do more of it. Praise the Lord. We need to we need to do more, uh, you know, and not less. Praise the Lord. And so because of this pandemic has taken place, there's opportunity for us to do more for one another. Read. And indeed, you do it toward all the brothers which are in Macedonia. He said, do it toward all the brothers that are in Macedonia. But we beseech you, brother, that you increase more and more. He said, he beseech you that you uh, increase more and more. And that you study to be quiet. And he said that you study to be quiet. Is that? That's something right there. Just hold it a sec. You know, that's the thing right there that people have a problem with. People have a problem with studying to be quiet. Sometimes I know people try to get a response out of you. You know, when people do negative things, people in ministry act up, uh, people in the world, people in, in your uh, family do things to try to get you upset. We have a responsibility to study to be quiet. Praise the Lord. Read. And to do your own business. And still do your own business. And to work with your own hands. And to work with your own hands. Don't get caught up in gossip. Don't get caught up in gossip. Don't get caught up uh, being busybodies in other men's matters. First Peter 4 and 15 says, let none of us suffer as a murderer or a thief or a busybody in other men's matters. Praise the Lord. Read. As we commanded you. He says, we commanded you. Last scripture, verse 12. Verse that 12. You may walk honestly. Here's here, here's where the meat is. Toward them that are without. You got to walk honestly. Toward them that are without. Toward them that are not in the church. And that you may have lack of nothing. And that you may have lack of nothing. People looking for a reason. Not to do what they know to do is right. Don't let them use you as the escape goat. Don't allow yourself to be the reason. In Psalms 1, uh, it says here, blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. Make sure that your life pleases God. Let's go to Isaiah 8 and uh, 12. Say ye not. You said, say ye not. A confederacy. A confederacy. To all them to whom this people shall say. Uh, this people shall say. A confederacy. Yes. Neither fear ye their fear, nor be afraid. All right. Sanctify and, the Lord hosts. Yeah, just stop at 13. Go ahead. Sanctify the Lord of hosts himself, and let him be your fear. And let him be your dread. All right. Now, we have to look at this now. Uh, Isaiah was talking about uh, there was going to be uh, the prophets of old were going to be looked at even as people of God in the church. They're going to be looked at as the uh, the wrong people or the bad people. You know, because we're bringing truth, we're going to be looked upon as the ones that are wrong. Praise the Lord. You know, uh, but when the false prophets spoke, the people, they love those smooth things. They wanted those smooth things. And so they 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 swallowed that up real good. But Isaiah is saying here that most of the uh, prophets that God sent was going to be viewed as traitors to their own nation, to their own people. And this is why, you know, Jesus said, you know, a prophet is without honor in his own country. And so when you're living to please God, people that uh, don't want to do it no way, they're going to look for every reason to say, you know, uh, ain't nobody perfect. That's an excuse to continue gambling, you know, sinning, uh, committing fornication, you know, you're not married, hanging out, you know, uh, you know, doing all these ungodly deeds. You're trying to make justification for what you're doing. But what you need to do is you need to come clean and know you need to repent 
and know that God can save you and you can have a life that you can live to please God. This can be done. And so a lot of times people want to challenge us, but we need to put the challenge on them. You need to be saved. Praise the Lord. And whether you want to be or not, the decision and the choice is yours. But if your soul be lost, it's nobody's fault but yours. Because I warned you. Praise the Lord. And so we, we don't want nobody to misunderstand this. He called his people in Isaiah 8 and 12 to commit themselves first to God. That's the first and foremost important thing that uh, any human being can do is to give their life to their creator, the one that created them. Praise the Lord. Because God has already pronounced judgment that he was going to overthrow the government. Praise the Lord. And a lot of us, we don't see this prophecy coming to place, but we can see it now. God is going to overthrow all of these governments. Why? Because he's a sovereign God. And there's nobody else can stop God from doing what he desired to do. We can, you know, we can say, you know, the corona came from here. We can say the pandemic came from there. We can play the blame game if we want to. But we all have to answer to God. Amen. Praise the Lord. And so whether you want to blame somebody or not. When the buck stops, it stops with God. It starts and stops with the Lord Jesus Christ. And so you can either accept the Lord as your savior. Or you can face judgment as things roll on. And so that's a decision. That's a fake decision that one must make for oneself. But according to Acts 2 and 40 and 42, he told them and exhorted them to save yourselves from this untoward generation. So things are going to roll on as norm, but it's not the new norm. The new norm is people are going to be uh, marrying and giving in marriage. They're going to be having a good time. They're going to be still going on, even though Corona is here. You see people still going to the beaches. You see people just ignoring the warning. Praise the Lord. I talked about sound the alarm a few weeks back, about a month ago, but people still going to ignore the warning. Don't you ignore it. Praise the Lord. Because right. they ignore the warning. Don't you ignore it. Just because people in church is drunk. Don't you get drunk with wine. Praise the Lord. You ought to be sober and you ought to be able to see the day approaching. Praise the Lord. Because we're in the last uh, moments of the church. And uh, I want to go a little bit farther. Uh, we're going to go ahead and get uh, uh, Proverbs uh, chapter 17. I want to go ahead and get uh, Proverbs chapter 17. So go, go there with me real quick. Uh, we're running out of time already. Uh, this is very, very good class. I Every time I get warmed up here, um, we, we run out of time. But uh, we're going to get through here this week if the Lord's will. Uh, we want to go to um, Proverbs 17 and 13. And so so uh, you you can uh, you can read it out. You can read out the uh, you can read out the chapter in your own study time. But I just want to get uh, Proverbs 17 and 13. Whoso rewarded evil for good. OK, who so rewarded evil for good? Evil shall not depart from his house. Evil shall not depart from his house. As a people of God, we have a responsibility to our family members, to those in our community, in our neighborhood. Yes. We have to stand up and denounce ungodliness. And when you denounce ungodliness, uh, people are going to have a problem with that. You can't justify nobody stealing. You can't justify nobody doing wrong you as a uh, believer have to say wrong is wrong praise the lord That's right. because if you justify the wicked in his wrong mm -hmm. and uh he that condemned the just it says both are an abomination but it says here in 13 it says if you reward the evil 
person for good, you know they doing wrong. They going to the churches knowing that they don't need any food, taking food. I'm not going to reward you for that. I'm not going to tell you that's the right thing to do. That is wrong. It's for the needy and not the greedy. Praise the Lord. And so we cannot pat someone on the back when we know they're not living right. Praise the Lord. I'm not going to pat you on the back when I know you know right from wrong. Praise the Lord. I must tell you plainly through the word of the Lord that if I do that, then I'm going to cause evil not to depart from my house. I don't want my house to be filled up with evil because I agree with you in your wrong. Praise the Lord. And so we have to make sure as a people of God that we stand and denounce all ungodliness and worldly lust, according to uh, Titus 2 and 11. It said, for the grace of God, which brings salvation, teaches us that denying ungodliness and worldly lust, that we should live soberly, righteously, godly in this present world. And then we can look for the glorious appearing of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. I hope I've said something to encourage you today. I want to encourage the people of God as we uh, close today. We're going to go to uh, James chapter 3, verse number 13. We're going to ask Sister Newsom go to James chapter 3, verse number 13 through 18. It's going to be uh, the book of James chapter 3 verse number 13 through 18 so we're going to need her to read that we're going to go a little slow because we need to break down some things there in james and then we're going to close out okay and then we'll pick it up again if the lord's will tomorrow at one o'clock on youtube and facebook on the faith in god internet tv network so please stay tuned yes go ahead and read it who is a wise man James says here, who is a wise man? Who is a wise man and endued with knowledge among you? Okay, you got James 3 and 13? Uh, yes. All right, read. Who is a wise man and endued with knowledge among you? All right, if you're a wise man, you endued with knowledge. Let him show out of a good conversation his works with meekness and wisdom. How is your conversation? You saying you say, and the pastor can't do nothing with you. How is your conversation among other believers and among your peers and among those that you deal with on a daily basis? Do everybody know you in the church as a troublemaker or as a loud mouth or as a person that's just, uh, just rebellious? If you say yes to any of those uh, uh, answers to those questions right there, examine if you live in ple to please God. Because those that live to please God uh, walk in obedience, they make peace, and they ensue, they ensue peace. They pursue it. Praise the Lord. And so if you're causing all kinds of havoc in your church uh, or in your family or with your loved ones, if you're always undermining, trying to get over, you know what this is. This is really about pleasing God. You can please, uh, you know, there was a saying, and I don't like using these sayings or cliches or whatever, but I just use it as a metaphor today. You know, you can please some of the people, some of the people. You can please some of the people some of the time, but you can't please all of the people all the time. So why are we trying to please people in the first place? When they, they're not the ones that called us and set us on this uh, this path to, to tell the truth anyway. We couldn't even tell the truth except God do a work in our life and prepare us to share the truth. Otherwise, we'd still be lying and doing some of the stuff we was doing. As Paul says, such was some of you, but you've been washed by the blood of the Lamb. We'd have been doing some of the same stuff you're doing. But thanks be unto God that giveth us the victory. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. So we have been changed. We have been transformed by the renewing of our mind. We've been born again. We've been uh, we've been filled with the precious gift of the Holy Ghost, 
we have have a new nature and we have been uh born of the spirit praise the lord and so we are walking in the newness of uh, uh, uh of the spirit and not in the oldness of the letter and since god has made a difference in our life shouldn't we be proclaiming this gospel shouldn't we should be shouldn't we be telling somebody get right church and let's go home or should we just turn a blind eye and act as if they got more time we're running out of time so i must tell you i must share i must implore you to repent do it now do it today don't wait do it now finish reading Fourteenth verse. Three. Uh, we're gonna go back to James. James three and fourteen. Go back to three and twelve. Oh, three and twelve. Okay. Can the fig tree, my brethren, bear olive berries? James three and twelve. Mm-hmm. All right. Either a vine figs. So can no fountain both yield salt water and fresh. All right. And go back to verse nine, and read down again. I need to deal with one point here before we get out of here. James 3 and 9. Therewith bless we God. Therewith bless we God. Even the Father. Even the Father. We said bless you. Thank you, Lord. Read. And therewith curse we man. And then with the same. Look at our look at our conduct. Look at our Christian character and conduct as a people. Some of us, we think we can say, bless you, love you on Sunday. And then on Monday, we want to curse and, you know, condemn and, you know, do all these ungodly deeds. Read nine again. There we bless we God, even the Father. We bless we God, even the Father. And there we curse we men. And then there we, we curse men. Read. Which are made after the similitude of God. Which made after the similitude of God. How you going to curse something you didn't create it? Read. Out of the same mouth proceeded blessing and cursing. Out of the same mouth, sweet and bitter water coming out of the same fountain. Read. My brethren. My brethren. These things ought not so to be. It ought not so be. It shouldn't be once named among saints to be caught up in fornication and adultery and all this other stuff that we say we are saved. We say that we are the people of God. We say that we have the truth. And then we go out and do opposite of what God commanded us. Living to please God. Sometimes I look at this and I say, are we really living to please God? Or are we just living to please ourselves? Because when you're living to please God, you cannot let down uh, God's standard at any time. You must be on guard. You must be on watch. You must be sober and be vigilant because the adversary, the devil is a roaring lion walking about seeking whom he may devour. You can't let your guards down. You can't afford to give up now. You are worth fighting for. Read. Doeth a fountain send forth at the same place sweet water and bitter? He asked a question. Do the fountain send forth uh, sweet water and bitter water? You answer that. Read. Can the fig tree, my brethren, bear olive berries? Okay. Either a vine figs. So can no fountain both yield salt, water, and fresh. James answered this, that uh, no fountain can yield both. It's got to be one or the other. You need to decide. Uh, Joshua 24 and 15, he said, if it seem evil unto you to serve the Lord. But he said, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord, living to please God. When you're living to please God, you got to know that your sexual desires, activities must be placed under control. People don't want to have no kind of control in these last days. They don't even want to be told by the governors that for their own safety and their own health, You know, stay in, go out only when it's necessary. But people want to have fun. Praise the Lord. 
flesh wants pleasure. And pleasure at the expense of a death sentence is foolishness. Praise the Lord. So I hope I made that plain to you today. And so if you think you can go out and hang out on the beach, throw your frisbee, run with your dog, you know, mingle with 50 people and go home, you know, and be healthy, then that keep doing that. But I wouldn't advise it. As a as a spiritual leader, I wouldn't advise you to do that. Because if you do that and you have not live to please God, you will not miss hell and go to heaven. And so we just got our business straight. We ain't even running out there uh, in the public, mingling and doing stuff. We're not even in our assemblies. We're not filling up our churches and stuff because this stuff is serious. Praise the Lord. Want to let you know. We must know marriage is a relationship. And to avoid hurting ourselves, hurting others. I want to go to First uh, Corinthians chapter seven. I, I'm, I'm closing now. I got to go to First Corinthians chapter seven. Pick that up tomorrow. Um, I'm going to go to first Corinthians chapter seven, living, pleasing to God. So as I get ready to get out of here, I just felt another, uh, I felt another boost. And so, uh, me and sister Newsom, we just thank God, you know, the word is good, you know, it gets good to you. And so, uh, we gonna, uh, definitely get ready to cut off, but I want you to read, uh, first Corinthians chapter seven. I, I just thought it was very, very good that, uh, since Paul admonished them, uh, to stay away from fornication, and all that stuff. And sometimes people, they get attitude. I was saying yesterday, people said, well, Bishop don't want me to get married. Pastor don't want me to get married. No, it's not that. It's just that they, they're trying to uh, look out for your um, spiritual life and your natural life. So you don't end up getting crushed or hurt uh, in areas that you uh, don't need to be. Uh, but he says here uh, in first Corinthians seven and one now concerning the things whereof you wrote unto me, it is good for a man not to touch a woman. Living, pleasing to God, living to please God. It is good for a man not to touch a woman. This is having spiritual purity in the church. You know, you know, there's no playboys in the church. Uh, you know, there's no playboys in holiness. And so we can't just be uh, approaching, you know, the sisters or the people of God in uh, a way that's not godly. And he says, nevertheless, to avoid fornication, let every man have his own wife and let every woman have her own husband. If it's not your husband, if it's not your wife, then there, there should not be any sexual immorality. Praise the Lord. Even in the bonds and confines of marriage, there's boundaries. But I just want to deal with the point of let the husband render do render unto the wife due benevolence and likewise also the wife to her husband. And so it's very important that when you're in a relationship, marriage makes the relationship. Not because you know one another, not because you hooked up and got together and, and decided you're going to start your life on a journey. That's the world way of doing things. God way of doing things. If you want to do it God's way, you say, let me go down to the courthouse. Let me get these papers signed. Uh, we need to get married. If we're going to continue to be seeing each other, talking and riding in the car together and uh, doing what we do together, then we need to just go and get married. Stop playing with it and go and deal with it. But in the church, you know, pastors have to be careful with this because people get mad at him. But you know what? I've gotten to the point where I can't afford to care about if you get mad. I have to care about if you go to hell or not. That's what I have to care about as the messenger. Caring about you being mad and caring if you go to hell, I'd be concerned about the latter. I'm more concerned about you not going to hell. Praise the Lord. And so whether you like this message or not, 
you need to get yourself together. If you plan on getting saved in the church and doing it God's way, you need to stop tipping and dipping and stop shacking because every shack, when a strong wind comes, it gets blown away. And so if you want to build on something that's going to last, you need to go to the courthouse, get your paperwork together, pay that $75 or $150 to the justice of peace. Don't even let the pastor marry you. Go on, get married. I'm going to give you some wise counsel. Because you playing with your soul. And if your soul be lost, it's nobody's fault but yours. Remember, I warned you. And so we want to let the people of God know this is serious. Living pleasing to God, living a life to please God, one must take up his cross, according to Matthew. Go to Matthew 16, 24, and we we out of here. I, I didn't went too far now. I just got to go to Matthew 16, 24. But I just feel... You know, the word of God is, is actually just stirred me today. And he says, uh, then uh, said Jesus unto his disciples, if any man will come after me, let him or her deny him or herself and take up his or her cross and follow me. You can read that chapter out. I'm going to have to go. We're out of time. We love you. God bless you. I want to say thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing to us. If we've said something to encourage you, please call us. We're on the line now at 414-628-0568. Uh, we want you to know that we appreciate you listening into this broadcast today. Uh, definitely want to uh, give a shout out to all of you that are out there. We have a great uh large group today that are on with us want to give a shout out to all of you that are listening uh we want to say praise the lord to you all that we love you we we hope that we've said something uh that encourage you uh we know some things are controversial because some people don't believe in strict true holiness but i believe the bible and the bible should be our basis for teaching uh this is not what i said you can find this in the scripture and so we ask that you would go ahead and search these scriptures. According to St. John 5 and 39, he says, search the scriptures for in them. You think you have eternal life for they are they which testify of me. And so these words testify of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and also the apostles, prophets and Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone. And so if you have any concerns, please search the scriptures and uh, you can always uh, click on subscribe or send us a text message or you can give us a call 414 628-0568 if you have questions. We'll be here uh, to help try to answer those questions that you may have. And so we want to say God bless you. I uh, want to say thank you again uh, for being a part of the Faith in God Internet TV Network. Uh, until next time, we want to say God bless you. Uh, we want to let you know uh, that we're going to be on the broadcast tomorrow uh, at the one o'clock hour after uh, 1230 prayer. And so we'll be on Faith in God Internet TV on YouTube and Facebook, excuse me. So we ask that you would follow us there and we look to see you there with us. Uh, until next time, God bless you.